Um, quick disclaimer for everybody before we get going. We've had some major software issues um, over this week, and this is why the episode is coming out late, so ap- apologies for that. But we've tried at least five different software, and none of them worked. So you'll notice that we recorded this over a couple, two days, and so the first day, the quality sounds okay, but you'll see that in the discussion times, it actually is not great. And we do understand, but we thought you'd still like to see the episode in any event. Enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Aviator South Africa podcast, Aviation Sunday, episode 12. My name is Kabir and I'm the host on the show with Warwick. Today we'll be joined by our fellow aviation enthusiasts, Thomas and Devash. Today on the show, we'll be talking about British Airways' Boeing 747 retirement, turning airline uniforms into face masks, and a discussion about Kaluda.com founder, Gideon Novik's new South African LLC. Also, between segments, we will be answering the questions from the comments on our videos and from emails to us. Send us your questions at theaviatorsouthafrica at gmail.com or in the comment section below. Enjoy the podcast. This episode is in association with African Pilot Magazine. Subscribe to Africa's finest aviation magazine today. For more information, go to www.africanpilot.co.za. Producing this content takes a lot of time and effort. Therefore, why don't you become a member of our channel through Buy Me A Coffee or on our website. This will assist us financially and allow us to continue providing quality aviation content to South Africa and beyond. As a member of our channel, you will receive members-only aviation tech content reviews, get early YouTube videos and podcasts, and even get featured on our podcast and YouTube episodes. To do this, click on the links in the description. There's a buy me a coffee link and there's a a link in our website. If you click on the link to our website, you will get a 10-day free trial and then you can decide whether you'd like to continue. Alternatively, just buy us a coffee on the link below. $5 a coffee. Thank you for supporting us. Enjoy the episode. Last week on our episode, we mentioned that we would be spending half of this episode talking about the British Airways Boeing 747-400s and Qantas's last 747 flight. British Airways is the flag carrier of the United Kingdom. They were one of the largest operators of the Boeing 747-400 and only planned to retire these beautiful aircrafts by 2024. BA has kept their 747s grounded but still in service for the airline during the UK's lockdown period. The airline wrote to its employees, With much regret, we are proposing, subject to consultation, the immediate retirement of our Queen of the Skies the Boeing 747-400. British Airways had 34 747-400s as of the end of last year. British Airways has been operating at 747-400 since 1989. Among Concorde, the 747-400 has been British Airways' flagship aircraft. Last year, BA painted its 100-year celebration livery on the oldest 747-400 GCIVB. We had created this livery by mixing the airline's old livery design and giving it a modern touch. 
A while ago, we spoke about Qantas' immediate 747 retirement and that the airline mentioned that it would be having the last three flights of their 747s during the month of July. As of Wednesday, 22nd of July, Qantas has now flown its final 747 flights and will no longer be flying the Queen of the Skies. We are all very sad that these airlines had to make these tough decisions of retiring these aircraft with immediate effect. So I'm here with Thomas Devarshan and Warwick, and we're going to be discussing the British Airways Queen of the Skies. So what do you think, Warwick? Well, I think it's interesting how they didn't retire it straight at the beginning of lockdown, and they took the option of, I think, um, well, they went for, they paid all the maintenance fees and long-term storage fees. But I guess the one downside, which they didn't know, is that they thought that they'd, I think, come out okay. I don't think they were planning, or they weren't because they said immediate retirement, but they weren't planning on retiring it. I think they were hoping they could still get it through to 2024. However, the airline was struggling a bit, and so I think they've decided to retire it early. Devotion? Uh, what I want to say is that British Airways has been operating at 747 400 since 1989. So it's been like quite a while they, they've been operating this 747 and it'll be they them themselves will be quite sad that the 747 is going Kabir um it's very sad it's a it's a tragedy because when we came across the news I was just shocked I thought it was a hoax I thought no 2024 to 2020 this is just insane because a couple of episodes back we told you where you could fly on the 747 etc and definitely go check that episode out but we said you can fly with British Airways on their 747 and two weeks later it's gone all of a sudden it's just gone and there's nothing that we can do about it. And I'm with Warwick here. Why would you not retire in lockdown? Maybe it's because they were being optimistic. But it's just very hard to see why you'd pay a lot more on just keeping it in storage. But um, Warwick and then Thomas. Um, well, I think the one thing is, what are they now going to um, replace their 747s with? Admittedly, now there's nothing which there's no reason for them to because there's not really that many people which need to get around. So the seven, uh, without the 747s and they were already grounded, it's still okay. And they've still got their fleet renewal progress. Um, they've got like their 787-10s coming in. They've got 777X still on order. And um, otherwise, Kabir... So you took the words out of my mouth. I was actually going to say. So we have we've seen the A three fifties coming in. We have also seen um, the seven eight seven dash tens, which we spoke about. The triple seven X. It's really interesting to see how this is going to play out. But from all of us at the Aviators SA, it has been so sad to see the quick demise of the Boeing seven four seven from British Airways. We are now going to be talking about Gideon Novik's new low-cost carrier. Gideon Novik was the founder of LLC Kalula.com and Kame's award-winning slow launch concept. He's now looking at starting a new airline. Many people will be thinking, 
Why would you start a new airline in South Africa during the COVID-19 crisis? However, Novik says that there are silver linings and that SS aviation industry is going to see a reset. He says that there are plenty of maintenance facilities for this new airline and so more infrastructure is not necessary. He spent many years working with his father on making Kame a success. This has helped him learn from Kame's mistakes. The airline will most likely buy aircraft instead of leasing because it is important not to go into into debt. They're looking at a narrow-body aircraft such as the A321 or Boeing 737-900. However, the issue comes in as these aircraft are very expensive to buy new. They're probably not going to be using the turboprop aircraft even if they lend themselves to the routes. The main route will be between Joburg and Cape Town. He says that there is potential for a new airline in the industry. The airline will be tailored toward both business and leisure travel. Novik says that business and leisure are starting to merge due to the current situation. He also says that business trips will most likely start to be consolidating into long trips because of the use of video conferencing. We will have to wait and see what happens. So we're now going to be talking about this brand new South African low-cost airline from Gidden Novik. So is it a good idea? Well, a lot of people will be saying, why on earth would you start a brand new airline in the midst of the COVID-19 crisis? And the truth is, that's a very reasonable question. Um, but I think it's, you know, Gidden Novik says that there is silver linings to the crisis. And obviously, demand with travel will have to pick up again because it just will have to. People have to get around. And how are they going to do that? Does it mean a slow renewal process? It will happen. Um, But Warwick, what do you think? Well, a lot of people are saying that it may not be a good idea to start an airline in the midst of lockdown. Um, But that's all over the world. If we focus specifically on South Africa, at the moment, we have got airlines which are allowed to open, but actually only two, uh, one is operating, basically. We've basically only got Safair, which is operating. And um, that means that all the passengers are getting shared across one airline. And I think it would be nice to have, if you're a passenger, to have a choice of airline, especially because of um, Safair saying that you've got to pay to block the middle seat, which we discussed in one of our previous episodes. Um, Devotion? About one thing, I think it is a very good idea because of the aircraft thing, because leasing would make you pay more than just buying an aircraft normally. So I think it should be a successful airline, Warwick. I was also very interested when they said that they were looking at probably using um, A321s and 737-900s. Um, I, it could definitely be cool to see more of these aircraft. We've got no 737-900s currently flying in the country and only one or two A321s. So it could be really cool to see more of these aircraft, some more A321s and 737s. It's also interesting why I was hoping that they'd fly the A220 because we haven't seen any of those within the country. And according to me, they're, some, they're such nice aircraft. And they're almost in a category of their own. Kabir? 
Um, definitely. I do love the A220 series. So Gideon Novik was the founder of Kulula.com, which is a very successful LLC, and the slow launch concept. He was also the um, former CEO at Kame Limited. And the Novik family was very involved with Kame right from the start. Um, and we will be releasing an aviation history episode at some stage talking about Kame. So definitely stay tuned for that. But essentially, he learned from Kame's mistakes. He saw Kame at its peak. And currently, he's seen Kame at his worst. Because Kame may even have to get liquidated if they don't get the funds. So it's been interesting to have this discussion. The main route will be between Joburg and Cape Town. Um, and that is, I think it was 11th busiest air route last year. Um, in the world so you know he's got we've got high hopes um for this new llc but the truth is with COVID 19 there are a lot of airlines around the world saying we're starting a brand new airline of some sort but the truth is nothing happens because they realize that it's actually a much bigger problem than they are expecting and something goes wrong so we're going to have to see this new low-cost carrier through the process so next place, 866, contact approach, 19072. Welcome back to the Aviator South Africa. You're here with Kabir, Tom and Warwick. And we have a question today to answer as part of our Q&A. Unfortunately, not live. And even this was a challenge trying to put it together because we've had trouble with our software. Ironically, this question comes from Tino Sartini. And it's ironic because his question is, what software and hardware do we use? Even though our software is not working well, we're still going to tell you. So hardware, we all have individual microphones. They're all of different brands and models, etc. So we're not going to go into that with that now. But I'm going to take you through the recording process. So we use Source Connect for audio only. Um, and then it will record each person's audio and they send it to me. I put that through Audacity and then Orphonic. And Orphonic levels off everybody's volumes because unfortunately it's very hard to make that work remotely. And then what we also have is Skype, FaceTime and Webex. So Webex and Skype are video conferencing platforms. These we sometimes record with, but unfortunately even these don't work sometimes. Webex is better quality than Skype. So if you are going to record, record on Webex, not Skype or Zoom. But we have had problems with all of the software, as I have mentioned. But why you'd be thinking, why do we use FaceTime or Webex or Skype if we have Source Connect? Well, for discussion times, it's very difficult to do it without a visual element or visual source of contact, rather. So we can't see when someone wants to talk, for example. So... We like to have Skype running at the same time as Source Connect so we can see someone else. But it really varies by episode. So you'll hear now our software has given us a lot of trouble today. Um, and so we've had to use a combination of all four methods, which is why the quality is not very um, up to standard as it normally is. But um, before we head over to Warwick, we have a very in-depth series, a member series on our website, which you can buy. Um, uh, 25 Rand an episode for two um, per episode, they're two episodes, or you can buy both for 40 Rand. So visit our website, the link's in the description. And in there, we'll take you through script writing, editing, music, uh, recording, and more. So see you then. But we are now going to be talking to Warwick about Anchor FM. 
after Kabir has finished putting audio through Orphonic and Audacity then we will put the audio into Anchor and Anchor is essentially a podcasting platform which we can use for audio Anchor has all the necessary functions and features which we use such as trimming audio, splitting segments um, and general easy stuff like that Anchor has all the, the features for so we can do that easily and I essentially just edit and then after that we can publish it um, and Anchor is quite nice because it is obviously a podcasting app so it distributes the podcast automatically to all the different platforms which we use such as Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor and more and then after this we will copy all the audio from Anchor into Kabir's video making platform and essentially we have made a long video on how he does that and you can go and check that out on our website now I'm going to hand you on to, over to Tom and he will tell you exactly how or what system he uses for making the intros for our songs okay so I use a program called FL Studio 20 to produce the music and inside that um, software I use a series of plugins as well um, to produce music, I use FL Studio 20.6, a producer edition. Um, and in addition to creating the music, I also uh, create the intros. So I get the raw files from uh, Kabir, and then I level out everything, uh, the music, and um, fix some issues with the audio. Um, and yeah, that's that's about it, using FL Studio as well. United Airlines is one of the USA's three most major airlines. The airline has donated over five tons of uniform to make 7,500 face coverings to be worn by staff and passengers. United Airlines teamed up with the upcycling business Loopedworks to manufacture masks for employees and passengers. These masks are made from new and unused United Airlines clothing. Big airlines like United frequently crop plenty of criticism. Some of it is deserved, but a lot of it is because big businesses like airlines are easy to find problems with. It is good to be able to give a shout out to United Airlines and especially the employees for stepping up and helping out. So we are now going to be having a discussion about United Airlines upcycled uniforms. And these uniforms hold a lot of environmental value because usually... Airline uniforms, there are so many different uniforms that go around in the airline industry and they are worn by so many people in the airline industry that all of those uniforms often go to waste. And so changing these uniforms into face masks is really clever and it's a very good strategy from United because it's upping the environmental value but it's also helping out um, the public with keeping safe um, in the aircraft and around airports, etc. So it's really such an interesting thing. But Warwick, do you mind telling us about biofuel and how this all relates? Well, I was just busy thinking that also United are, they've never really been such a big airline in the biofuel industry. So having them creating face masks and um, facial coverings out of um in out of you know the uniforms it's a bit surprising that because they're trying to be environmentally friendly with this they aren't really doing it with bio they aren't trying to do anything in the form of biofuel 
So it's a bit confusing. Kabir? Definitely, and that is a very interesting point which you raise. And other thing is United is not a very environmentally conscious airline. So although they probably do um, things with biofuel, the truth is they're not like KLM, for instance, where they are advertising it constantly or they cut paper tickets in 2009 or they do this or they do that or they fly only biofuel. KLM, I mean, sorry, United is not that. So it's a very good point. But on the topic of KLM, you should definitely um, see our website for more details about our KLM aviation history episode. Um, and that's very interesting. We talk about sustainability on that as well. So environmentally, this is a great move from United. Tom, do you think these face masks are going to be um, good? Are they going to come in handy maybe for passengers? Uh, definitely, definitely. And I think it's it's a really smart move, as you've already said and and um you know you know gone on about um but it's it's really good that it they're not just you know they they're using old stuff and recycling and finding new uses instead of just you know making new stuff and then so i think it's it's really good and proper tip. definitely and devotion i think so i think this is a clever way because airlines i think have to provide masks for their employees mostly also for their passengers and um, I don't know if what you think, what your personal opinion is about this whole masks out of uniforms, but I'm just interested. I think it's quite a good strategy. They don't have to go buy medical masks or anything. But do you think this is a good idea, using the uniforms? Yes, Kabir, I think this is a good idea because instead of letting, like, unused shirts go to waste, they're making masks out of it. So I really do think this is a good idea. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of The Aviator South Africa. By the way, we also have a YouTube channel, which is an extension of our podcast. To find our YouTube channel, go to youtube.com and search for The Aviators South Africa. Thank you for supporting us. Happy flying. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of The Aviators South Africa. We'll see you next time on next week Sunday 3 p.m. South African time please stay safe stay home together we can beat the coronavirus hashtag stay home South Africa to find out more about the coronavirus visit sacoronavirus.co.za for more information there's also a whatsapp support number at 0600-123-456. That is 0600-123-456. Stay safe, South Africa.